Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and I am joined today by another David uh, with much more interesting things to say than I ever do. David Riley, the uh, Chief Investment Strategist at Blue Bay Asset Management uh, in London, England. David, uh, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, thank you, Dave. It's, it, it's a pleasure, and, and, and I'm uh, happy that you've built me up so, so well. Well, it, 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 it's because you always deliver, and... and uh, and, and you always have a, a, an interesting perspective. And I think it's always interesting for Canadians uh, to hear the perspective uh, from someone across the pond, so to speak. And you, I'm sure, as, as we're watching here in Canada, uh, you're watching the U.S. election results. Yep. Uh, we're taping this podcast, just to be clear, on the morning of uh, Friday, November 6th. So at this point, uh, things are, 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 are quite clearly pointing towards uh, a new presidency, uh, a Biden administration, although there's, there's still plenty of, uh, I'm sure, counting and legal wrangling still going on. But, but David, let's just make the assumption uh, that, we, that we have a Biden presidency. Sure. Uh, from your perspective uh, in, in, in the UK and, and, and really with a mandate to look at the global economy, how do you think this affects the, the, the global economy and global markets? Yeah, so I, it's clearly important, and um, you know I do think that a Biden um, presidency is uh, one that's going to be kind of met with a sigh of relief, to be frank, across a lot of uh, European capitals. Um, it reduces the, you know, the, the prospect of uh, a worsening in sort of political and trade relations between you know, uh, the EU and uh, the, the US, and, and of course the US is, is the EU's largest um, uh, trade partner. Um, you know, Biden will likely take the US back into uh, the Paris Climate uh, Accord uh, as well. Um, and, you know, I, I, th- I think it just kind of reduces um, the sort of trade um, sort of geopolitical and, and, and sort of volatility or unpredictability risk somewhat associated with um, the Trump administration. And in, in that context, I also think it kind of makes sense for there to be a you know, weaker dollar. So, you know, I think against that backdrop, I think it's you know, going to have a, you know, positive implications for uh, you know, relations between the US and uh, Europe. Uh, but I also think it's going to be you know, quite positive, actually, for uh, emerging market um, assets. I think, you know, it does imply a somewhat weaker um, uh, somewhat weaker dollar as well. So, you know, I think the market's going to, international markets are going to take it quite well. Yeah, and, and then uh, I, I know uh, you're, you're in, in experiencing now uh, a, a fairly serious second wave of, uh, of, of COVID-19. Uh, in the UK itself, you're, you're experiencing uh, a lockdown, not exactly like the ones in the spring, but, uh, but, but similar. Uh, and uh, Mr. Biden has, has talked a lot through his campaign about uh, being much more aggressive in tackling uh, the virus in, in the United States. Uh, do, do you see that as a, a increasing the potential for, uh, for, for for lockdowns in the United States? And then what would, what would that be the spillover effect to, to to the global economy from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, I think the I mean the lesson that's been learned, if you like, from what's a pretty sort of shocking second wave um, across Europe in terms of just how quickly 
um, the, the, the virus has spread and, and how quickly that's also led to an increase in hospitalizations, which has basically forced very reluctant governments, including the UK government, to, as you say, Dave, to, you know, reimpose national lockdowns, which, you know, are pretty severe, not quite as severe as in, uh, in, in the spring, but nonetheless um, are going to have a, a, you know, meaningful negative impact on growth in the fourth quarter. In fact, we will probably get negative or, you know, contraction across a number of European economies, including um, the UK. And, and I think the lesson from there, though, as well for the US is, if you like, is that um, not so much that, you know, it's a policy choice almost by um, governments. If we see, um, you know, the, the US and North America follow the same trend as severely as we've seen in Europe, then hospital capacity will come under pressure. And irrespective of who is in the White House, and I think individual states and localities, you know, will have little choice but to, to start imposing some additional restrictions. And of course, you know, we as individuals, as consumers, um, as citizens are, are, are going to alter our behaviour as, as, as well. So the sort of voluntary uh, sort of social distancing. So I'm, I'm less concerned, if you like, that you know, a, a Biden win implies that um, the U.S. is going to kind of choose to go down a kind of lockdown path. I'm more concerned that um, if, if, if the virus does continue to spread and um, accelerate uh, across uh, North America, that you know, governments will, you know, at the, certainly at the local level, be forced to sort of um, take some action. Right now, the U.S. recovery is actually looking pretty strong. Um, and, uh, you know, that's obviously important for uh, the global economy and, and global recovery more generally. Yeah, terrific uh, jobs numbers uh, in, the, in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, were reported uh, this morning. So, uh, yes, clearly on a path to recovery, but, uh, but many challenges ahead. And uh, once again, David, you've helped put that in perspective. Uh, from, uh, from, from the European point of view, uh, but obviously from a, from a global sense as well. Always insightful and always great to have you with us, David. Thanks for your time. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Thanks, Thanks Dave.